With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Sunday, September 20th, and this is the weekend edition of the show where we try to give you some interesting interviews. Today, we're playing the second part of an interview we conducted with Scott Lynn of Masterworks. Masterworks is the first company to allow investors to buy shares representing ownership of really great masterpieces. We're talking artists like Andy Warhol and Monet and Anyone else that you've heard of in sort of post-World War II era? Yeah, that's them. If you didn't listen to our interview yesterday with Scott Lynn, he's got a really interesting story and he explains what Masterworks is. Today, we're going to talk about when we might be able to see this concept of a securitized art investment in something like our retirement accounts. Here's the second part of our interview with Scott Lynn. This is not a quick hit, though. In other words, you are asking investors to take a longer view than most investors have for pretty much any other asset class. So talk about how long you hope to hold a particular painting and what would be the trigger to sell? Yeah. So historically, we've told investors to think about these investments as three to seven years um, generally, we, we would sell paintings uh, based on events in the art market. So if there's a retrospective for an artist, if an artist sets a price record, um, that's usually the right time to sell. However, we do now have a secondary market on the Masterworks platform. So if investors need liquidity before we sell the painting, they can sell their shares to other investors in the platform. And we're seeing a lot of activity with that. That's a feature that that we're, we're really focused on because we do realize that for many investors, waiting seven years to realize a return is is just too long. Tell me about how you feel managing this company. You just started, you know, a few years ago, you open up and now you've got this crazy time. How has it been for you as the leader of this organization? <laughs> I mean, I, this for better or for worse, this isn't my first company. So I, I kind of been through this before, but, you know, I mean, being an entrepreneur has has its ups and downs. I, I personally, I mean, I, I love this business just because I love the art market. It's amazing to me. I tell friends this all the time. You know, I look at other other asset classes like venture capital and private equity. You know, venture capital and private equity is a three and a half trillion dollar asset class. There's six thousand firms that help people invest in that asset class. When you look at art, it's one point seven trillion dollars, and we're the only ones doing it. Just to me, that's amazing, and that's that's what's really exciting. Where do you see this going? You know, you you say you're growing exponentially. How will you hopefully bring in the, the rank and file investor, someone who's got, you know, a million bucks in a retirement account. When can we see Masterworks as a choice in our IRA rollover accounts? That's definitely a long-term, a long-term vision. But I mean, look, we fundamentally believe when you look at the characteristics of art, that it should play a role in every investment portfolio. We're a long ways from doing that today. But you know, we're seeing lots of demand from self-directed investors on the website who are engaging with these offerings. And then over over time, I think we'll try to distribute through other, other channels like the RAA community to help people more easily allocate to the asset class. 
Scott, do you have to be an accredited investor to be able to actually participate in a Masterworks offering? We file these offerings with the SEC. They're qualified uh, public offerings, so anyone can invest, uh, whether whether you're accredited or not. This is a an asset class that is probably unknown to a lot of people. And also, I would imagine the holding period sort of limits the amount of people who really would want to be able to do it to the ones who have some moolah, right? I mean, I think that's right. I mean, the holding period definitely has has caused more interest from larger investors historically. You know, we we are trying to change that with the secondary market so people can can trade shares, you know, right after they invest and they don't have to wait for us to sell the painting, but but uh, you know, the the whole period is definitely something that people should should be aware of. Uh, you have individual investors. Do you have any funds that have been investing or venture folks or hedge funds themselves or maybe even someone who's managing a pension plan? Anyone like that who's been in- interested or invested so far? We've had a lot of interest from uh, the large private banks in working with our research teams. It's similar to the, the report that we published with, with Citigroup um, on just understanding the asset class. So for the past year, year and a half, we, we've had our research team really kind of sharing data with them, helping them better understand uh, the characteristics of the asset class. So, so eventually, I think they will be interested in building products with us for it. But as of today, really 100% of the people on the platform are individuals investing in these offerings. And what do you see as your your big sort of next hurdle? Now, you know, you launched, you got people who are investing. What's next for you guys? For us, it's all about scaling. So we, we've definitely found product market fit. Two years ago when we started the business, we didn't actually know if people would really want to invest in art. Today, we definitely know that they do. So we're, we're really just doubling down on taking the platform from 80,000 investors to a million investors by running more advertising, hiring more people on our membership team, onboarding more investors. And when you look ahead in terms of acquisition, I, because you you yourself are a collector, does that mean you participate in auctions or are you looking at private investors and private collectors to try to acquire art? We're, we're looking at both. So our, our, our acquisition process is a two-step process. We, we have a research team that uses this proprietary data set that we've collected on the art market to identify which artists are accelerating most quickly. And then from that artist list, which this year is roughly 45 artists, we take that artist list and we hand it off to our acquisitions team who finds particular examples by those artists. And that can be both uh, privately or, or through auction. You know, I think today our acquisitions team is tracking more than, than 700 paintings. Very good at this point at being very selective about what we're bringing to the platform just based on everything we're seeing. All right. So blunt question for you. You obviously have a ton of money already. So why are you doing this? I just think this is such such an interesting opportunity to to take an asset class, which historically has, has been one of the best performing and make it available to everyone. I think that's a that's a large multi-billion dollar opportunity. Before we let you go, tell us some of the decisions that you made as a CEO previously that you've learned from. Like where did you blow it and what what are you doing differently now in this iteration of your life? I would say a lot of the, the decisions that I've, that I've made previously tend to be around either people or strategy, right? So it's choosing a strategy where you can't find product market fit, choosing the wrong person to, um, to run a business. To me, it, it usually breaks down into one of those two buckets. They're pretty simple, but they can obviously be devastating if you get it wrong. What is it that keeps you up at night? You know, with Masterworks today, it's it's really just scaling the business, right? I mean, we we have a pretty pretty thin team that we're trying to grow rapidly, and you know, there's obviously lots of things falling through the cracks as we do that. It's just you know, we're we're in a blocking and tackling phase, so that's 
that's really about hiring, building process in the business, um, releasing new product features. It's it's more of the minutia than than the high level strategy. What do you think about where the economy stands? Just big picture, you've, you've got a ton of experience. You are in touch with people all over the world. So where do you think the U.S. economy is right now, six months into the pandemic? Well, I think like lots of people, I mean, I, I struggle to understand public equity markets, right? It feels like we're living in two different worlds today where there's a large portion of the economy that's just not functioning at all. And public equity markets don't seem to be reflecting that. I agree. And, you know, I come from a long time ago trading background. And when I look at it, I wonder, you know, either the economists are going to be right or the investors are going to be right. I don't venture to guess that right now, except that it's really hard to imagine that we have, you know, almost 30 million people getting some sort of unemployment benefits at the same time that the NASDAQ composite is soaring. So it seems... I mean, not only weird and disjointed, but almost distasteful, like, wow, there are two different recoveries going on. One's not happening for anyone who makes seems like less than 40 grand. And then your clients who have money and have assets, it's not their fault, but they're doing great. So how would the art market fit into that asset class that you think is maybe more in line with how the economics of at least your customer is going. Yeah. I mean, the important thing to remember about the art market today is it's a global market, right? So the U.S. is only 25% of the art market overall. You know, that is important to to contextualize as you think about the the stability of the asset class. But yeah, it's for better or for worse. I mean, we continue to see our prices go up during the pandemic. We haven't really seen a slowdown. So we expect that to continue, frankly. Can you buy art anonymously? In other words, like when you see anonymous bidders, like how do you know that there's not some Russian oligarch who's actually on a list that, you know, precludes that person from investing in the United States? How do you know that that oligarch is not bidding for artwork in a global auction? For all of the major major auction houses and galleries now, there's KYC requirements. So that, at least in the U.S., doesn't happen. That probably could happen in China, for example. But in, in the U.S., Western Europe, and U.K., there's, there's pretty good KYC controls. All right. Before we go, what is the piece of art that you pine for that you yourself wish you owned right now? Oh, that's a hard question. I, you know, I would say in terms of my personal collection, that mid-century abstract uh, expressionist collection, the one artist that I've never owned that I've always wanted to own is a lady named Joan Mitchell, one of the great, great painters uh, from my perspective. And she's someone personally that I I would love to add to the collection. Well, thanks so much for listening. If you want more information about Masterworks, it's pretty easy. Masterworks.io is their website. We'll link to it in our show notes. If you've got a financial question, send it to askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on our website, just click on the contact button. It's jillonmoney.com. There's a contact button, upper right-hand corner. As always, we remind you to wash your hands, to wear your masks, to maintain that distance from others. Come on, we want to be safe. Don't let your guard down now. We've already done the hard work. And please try to lift somebody up today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 